Shooting the Gap with Ryan and Gonzo. I haven't seen it yet. I want to, though. I'm just a little apprehensive, you know. I'm desensitized and all. It's, it's, it's the abridged version. I didn't mention, though, that um, Human Centipede and Tusk is... It's, do you like David Cronenberg's stuff where it's like body horror? Yeah, that's... that's you like Tusk. I've always kind of dug that. I, I liked... I loved Hellraiser, which was, you know... That's not body horror, though. Eh, yeah, Builds bodies apart all the time in Hellraiser. But that's not body horror. Body horror is like stuff like... Um, Watching Jeff Goldblum become the fly. Like, that's body horror, where, uh, or uh, altered states, where it's like. Metamorphizing or changing? Yeah, yeah. Or like altered states. Well, where the like, fly. Bundle well, fly. Every time it's on, I watch it. Jeff Goldblum is a weird motherfucker, dude. Yes, he is. That's a weird fucking movie, man. Watch the fly. You haven't seen it in a while? The, the, it's like, like 86 or 87? It's, uh, it, yeah. Great fucking movie. Gina Davis is not, not hot, ever. She doesn't get hot until. Long kiss, good night. I think she's. I was actually just talking about that movie. Great, terrible movie. She's got that curly hair bullshit going on. She's all gangly and big lipped and bug eyed, but you know whatever. It's a good fucking movie. The whole deal. What the hell happened to Gina Davis? Right. She got really good at archery and just (laughs) went with it. She got really good at archery. Is that she went to the Olympics for archery? Gina Davis. She couldn't be an Olympian. I would have heard. There's, that. Yeah, hold on. Can I'm you, looking can that you up. Google this, please. Yeah, like, okay. I'm like, so I'm fucking lootly. Really like, she couldn't be NBC an Olympian. NBC would have been all then, over that. Then why did I not? Why did I hear about it? <laughs> Maybe because she was just kind of like, good. Maybe I dreamt naked. about it. Oh, this yeah. is <laughs> shooting arrows. I'm not really happy with you guys. Right <laughs> yeah, now. like. Well, I really hope this is totally like, correct. Can you yeah. hit me in the bullseye? I feel pretty. I feel pretty one hundred percent about this. And a woman's Olympic archery team semifinalist. All right. Yeah, let's let's look at that. Almost made it. Sports. There good. we go. It's pretty good. Nineteen ninety nine. Davis was one of the three hundred women who vied for semifinals in the U.S. Olympic archery team to participate. She placed oh twenty fourth out of three hundred, which is still pretty impressive. It but did not qualify for the team. That's like saw. better than me yeah. at archery. <laughs> I think <laughs> sure. all of them were better than you. I think and me, all 300 of them yes. probably would kick my ass. All of our ass is getting kicked at Even archery. Even in like a 10-yard That shit's range. harsh. <laughs> I remember that. I didn't say fuck in like fourth grade, but it... But you know. Heck! <laughs> Shucks. <laughs> Somebody said fuck. Uh, yeah, I didn't say I said fuck in fourth grade. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I, by fourth grade I was saying fuck on a regular basis. That's a shame. And it hasn't it's awesome. stopped <laughs> Well, no, no, I'm vulgar as fuck. Fuck. As fuck. fuck. Nope. He's still a fourth grader. <sighs> well, at heart. Not within the law's eyes. <laughs> Ugh. That one. I went to a dark place on that one. Well. It's dark and hell is hot. I don't know. I got nothing else. That sounds. You gonna pull some DMX shit? Uh, no. You know what? I heard him on '90s hip hop, one of my Pandora stations. He is by far the worst rapper. They, yeah, he's they really got bad. Big. He sucks, dude. He doesn't say anything that's cool. And I bought one of his records just because I thought I had to. And it, <laughs> it just, it's, it's, I had. I it's had the uh, suburban, you know, white kids thing. Oh, I had to buy DMX. Well, he sucks, and I just got a big reminder of how bad he was at rapping. I'm a better MC than DMX. Bring it on. Write a song in 30 minutes. I'll write a better song. Pick the subject. DMX. I'm throwing down the challenge. 
Let it be known, DMX. Stop smoking crack. Stop going to the Waffle House. And let's throw down, do a thing. Bye. Well, keep going to the Waffle House. But... We can do it at the Waffle House. Yeah. If it's that's, real comfortable you've just been for called you. Out DMX. That's where oh, you would. God, that's though. where we, That's where you would usually do a rap battle. Right? That would be my way. Not where things happen. Yeah, yeah. That was like the whole point of Eight Miles. That all the rap battles happen at a like Waffle House, right? Sure. Yeah. Well, it's like in the, the basement like, of yeah, the Waffle I'm gonna House. I'm going to say the cellar. It's like where like the Fight Club would be happening too. <laughs> but of a Waffle club. House. In the Waffle House. <laughs> it's it's, it's not the first time it's happened that that You just imagine. You just imagine that instead of like sure instead of blue, it's like a guy in like a brown polyester like uniform going like, guys, you can't rap down here. Keep your rap battles low. But we really like it. No, no, he's like, Mitch. He's like, he's like, I'm Lou. The sign on this says Lou's Bar. It says Lou's Waffle House. I'm Lou's Waffle House. I'm Lou. I'm Waffle. I'm Waffle. This is my wife's house. How do you think we got the name? So welcome to Shooting the Gap. Well, I figured we were already on Shooting the Gap. I just called out DMX. I was throwing it down. Well, I was talking about waffles. And Dude. houses. Waffle houses. And, and waffle houses. I love so waffle worse. house. They stab people there. It's a shitty dumpling. Nobody cares. So if you take down DMX, are you going to go after Mace next? Mace? Yeah. Same old pimp. Ain't nothing changed but the limp. Hell yeah. Coming down. Make him look limp. Mmm. Limp. I'm, I'm just saying. Well, that's, that's, that's where you went with the rap. I just mic dropped it. That was that. That was my mace rap. <laughs> I went, mmm, limp. Uh, what? Make You're going to make that it. Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. I'm, I'm as good as mace. You don't really have to go too far. But right there was better than mace. Okay. Doug, would you like to share your favorite rhyme from mace? He was the one in the puffy jackets with Puff Daddy, right? They were... No, no, that was a different video. <laughs> no, 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 he was in a puffy jacket there in like a wind tunnel. Yeah, yeah. Or something. I thought that, was, I thought that was Missy Elliott. Or was it the same it wind tunnel? Same, same, same bitter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like they, they all did like those inflatable, those inflatable bubbles yeah. fucking suits. But Mace was the... It was Mace and P. Diddy were like the first one. Yeah, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Our music has no substance. <laughs> We're in the wind tunnel. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, it was Mason P. Diddy was in the, the first one, and then Missy Elliott did the next one, hey, which... Hey, who's out? Who's not? Tell me, who's out? Who said out in the block? All I know is that I just wonder who's about Missy Elliott if she ever found the keys to her Jeep. <laughs> beep, um, beep. I think she did. She got to the, what, the Super Bowl? And everybody, like, thinks she's the best actor of the Super Bowl. I still find that amazing. Pretty sure that's what I mean. I'm wondering why Lenny Kravitz showed up, but that's not another story. I'm that's wondering why the whole thing was put together. Lenny Kravitz always just kind of shows up, and people are like, oh, yeah. Because he passes for that's a guitar right. icon these days. Yeah, he made he made some lists. I thought it was because he was in, like, The Hunger Games. Yeah, it very well could be something like that, too. Is that what, is that what he did? Was he in The Hunger He was, I, I seen him. Mm-hmm. He was, like, one of the trainers. He's the fashion guy. Or, like, yeah, he puts <laughs> him in clothes. <laughs> and that's right. And Wait, and Katy Perry's dress was uh, Fire, which is Katniss's nickname. So maybe he did all of the fashion stuff, and then 
Katy Perry's on an island killing children. That's my theory. So Peyton Manning is that's how you about stay young coming right? back soon. Yes, by murdering it's by killing the tribute. <laughs> okay. May the odds be Peyton ever Manning? in Katy Perry's favor. Peyton Manning, he's a guy that Gonzo wanted to talk about. Well, we gotta do the Manning watch. Where are we at? What's going on? This is like minute he's twenty-six. Everybody in town is just freaking out. Um, well, half of them are, and the other half are like he's coming back, and the Broncos aren't saying that he is or that he isn't. They're just saying, well, we'd sure like him. Well, always saying a lot of the right things, but he's not saying any definitive things, so I'm not sold. That's for sure. Um, We're prepared. I want him back. We want him back. Is that where you've come back to? Or um, are you at that place? I've never come back to any of that. That's what I'm saying. Repeating what other people have said. Okay. Um, My my place is still pretty much the same thing. I I have no problem with moving on. Okay. I'm still down to move on if it happens. Move on. If not... Who takes over as... Brock Osweiler. If not, Peyton Manning comes back, and hopefully he's able to make it through a whole season where I still don't know where he got hurt. (laughs) I don't know when the injury happened. Now everyone's saying it happened in the Chargers game. Okay, well, what happened from, like, the four games before that when his play dropped off considerably? I don't know if that's just going to happen again. And... Call me whatever, but I mean he's he's been here three years. This is three years of or three seasons of me watching him <laughs> play football, all of us, and that's that's oh, that's a good twenty percent of of him being here is is him playing terribly, within what he's done. So it has to be a factor, especially at the age of thirty nine. I'm not I'm not sold till I I don't know when I will be. I, I, when when he if he comes back, I'll still I'll, I won't I will back my quarterback. I think we're all I'm not going to question him. right. I think a lot of people aren't. That's the problem. I know a lot of people aren't. A lot of people are, no, he's fine. He's going to walk in and be great. That's kind of silly to me. I, I expect I, I expect people to be reluctant. I'm, it's, in, it's I'm, I'm in the same place as you. I think that if he comes back, I want him back. If he says he's healthy and the Broncos say he's healthy... But I'm still in that skeptical, yeah, but is everybody just kind of like too worried about like missing out on Peyton Manning having a good year and even even as much as Peyton Manning might even think that he's going to have a good year, that doesn't necessarily mean he will, that maybe he's even hoping, hoping for the best in that I don't think, I think if he comes back, he's going to come back and be healthy and play. Because I know Peyton Manning isn't going to want to disrespect the game and just sit out there and throw 10-yard ducks for like that that being his legacy. But he's also competitive as fuck and probably, like a lot of prize fighters, is the last to know that they don't have it. Because that happens to a lot of guys. The last to know they don't have it, and then they get knocked the fuck out. And that's it. And speaking of a lot of guys, we have an extra one here. I'd be remiss to say that we um, are joined by Drew. Mm-hmm. Remiss going? means you're not mm-hmm. doing your job. And talk about some Peyton Manning. No, let's let's hear what you got to say. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, get a word in Edgewatch while you can, because <laughs> that will eat up all of your time. Or Ryan, I or pretty Ryan. much agree with you guys. Maybe never go talk. Gonzo might disagree with me when I say that I think Peyton Manning's 
the Broncos' best option until until he retires. That's just that's just my opinion. I, 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 don't, I don't. I don't disagree with him being the best option. I disagree with him being the one that brings us the Super Bowl right now. I don't doubt that he'll win more games than Brock Osweiler ever in this season. Of course not. I just don't think he's going to win us the Super Bowl. I'll stop here. Well, he hasn't won us the Super Bowl, so I mean, I can't really, I can't, I can't disagree with that. But I think if if he retires or if he's not a Bronco, if for some reason they release him, that puts Denver back in the pack in the AFC West. Probably puts them behind San Diego because now San Diego's got the best quarterback in the division. It's. I mean, I mean, I agree. I don't. I uh, in my heart of hearts, I don't really think Peyton Manning's good enough to win a Super Bowl anymore. Hmm. Um, but. But you still want him back. But he's the only chance Denver has, really. So you're what? I just want to. I, I, I just want to hear you right that you think Peyton Manning. If we were gonna rank quarterbacks, you think he's probably closer to like quarterback maybe twelve or thirteen? I think he's probably around. Because I think we, I think most of us would agree if he looks the way he's played the last six games, eight games, eight the last games. eight games. We'll call it eight because it's it eight really, it really was. Rams it was like, playoffs, eight games. Exactly. Yeah. It's, I, it's I really it eight games. He's. I mean, if he plays the last eight, like he played the last eight games. He's probably closer to like the maybe twentieth best quarterback in this league, I, and then eight, if, eight, he's, if, he, if he's nine plays picks, the first, if he's the first eight, then it's no brainer that he's a elite quarterback. But it's one of those things. That's what I'm saying. It's but you're asking him a question. Probably, What's the question you're asking? I probably put him in that nine to twelve range in the AFC. Right off the top of my head, I healthy, would, right? Healthy, yeah. And a healthy Peyton Manning, I I put behind. Tom Brady, mm. I put behind Andrew Luck, mm. and probably uh, probably Ben Roethlisberger in the AFC as far as overall ability, and that and that's just the AFC. There's a lot of good quarterbacks in the NFC too. He's probably so. behind Philip Rivers. Uh, I don't know. Philip's not a mobile quarterback. The, the thing here is is the longevity. I'm not like when you, when you guys say a, a healthy Peyton Manning, a healthy Peyton Manning in the first eight games is very capable of leading oh, yeah. the league in touchdowns, yards, MVP accuracy, candidate. all that stuff. It's the ending of it. I mean, being better, he's still better than those guys. He is, but Philip Rivers isn't winning a Super Bowl. Brady won a Super Bowl, and we can argue how that went down, but. You know, Brady's had lots and lots and lots of tries, and he's he's very much like like the the uh, the call of a college player. He's a victim of the the system. Well, Brady's part of a system that is huge. That's beyond him. Brady is a huge part of it. I would have to be redundant by saying that. But he plays for Belichick, who is probably the best coach of all time. I mean, it's it's Bill Walsh and Belichick. Because I don't think Brady's the best quarterback of all time. I don't. I still think Peyton's a better quarterback than him. Brady has a better arm. Brady's not injured. Brady doesn't have four surgeries. Brady's right there. I, I think the, the, the deal is, is, is if he's coming back, there needs to be a huge change in contract and scheme and, and role. Brady has to, or, or <laughs> Brady, Manning has to be secondary within the offense. 
Yeah. It has to be a run heavy offense, and the bootlegs are going to be there, and they're going to be timely, well, well timed the way that the Kubiak does. Can he stay healthy? That's the only thing because they talk about the injury happening in San Diego. That drive off his back leg that everyone talks about being hurt was gone in St. Louis. He was he got Emmanuel Sanders almost killed three times in that game and underthrew him two more. And it went on from then on. That's when it started. I don't care. We all saw it. And everyone's alluding that. The guys that are like blinders Manning fans. You are not one of those. Not at all. None of us are. We're, we're Broncos fans. The blinders Manning fans are just not seeing this. Like kissing his ass. It's amazing. He's here to win Super Bowls. That's what he was brought here for. Period. Not to kiss his ass. I mean, let's, let's, let's be realistic and say that of course, it'd be good to have him back, but he's going to have to stay healthy. I believe what he said, what Elway said, was they were going with Plan A, which was we have no Plan B. There's no replacing Peyton Manning, so we're just riding Peyton Manning out into the dirt. And they brought him here to win Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. That's, That's pretty much. Said they're at the dirt right him. now, and he's not saying that right now. He's not saying we're riding him out. He's saying Manning hasn't given me a definitive answer. We want him back. He's saying all the right things. You, the thing, kind of stuff you'd expect from a, a GM, right? Mm-hmm. That's what you want your higher ups to say. You want them to. That's what you want your whole organization. You want your you want your organization to say, "We want a guy back who has brought us so much good fortune." That's what you always want to say because that alludes to what kind of organization you are. That alludes well, to well, what kind a, of he, free agents want it. You want to land free great, agents in the future. Do you don't want to be. You don't want to be that organization who smashes a guy on his You way also out don't want to be the organization that doesn't pay attention to the younger guys because you're kissing a 39-year-old dude's ass. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. other people involved in this shit. There's a salary cap. There's a team here. I don't think it's going to be so terrible within three years with this football team if we retain it and build a quarterback or find one or attempt to. I believe that we can go 8-8, and, and I won't be pissed about that if we're competing. I will never be mad I about that. I think Ella is trying to do both. I think he's trying to, what Ryan said, ride Manning into the dirt till he's got nothing left, and at the same time, keep a team around that you can just get a new quarterback in. in insert the guy. Yeah. I would hope so. I'm I'm, I'm hoping so. I'm still skeptical. I, I like I like the the Manning thought though. I like I like it. How can, how can you not? Just it's still it's just it's nerve wracking. But like in. <laughs> In Manning's three years here, the Broncos have had a bye in the first round of the playoffs every year. Granted, I mean, they lost two of them, two of those, but you would still rather have the bye than not, I would think. And I mean, I, I just... But that's not the attitude that this football team has put forth. But this, I'm just saying, fo- when you have a bye, that puts you in the position to win a Super Bowl, to go mm-hmm. on a Super Bowl run. It, and, it does. And they've, they've had the kinds of seasons that you don't just you don't just blow that team up and like you, you, you do so, try to get Peyton Manning back. So taking Manning out blows the team up. Um even with the discord it, in the locker room and it, and the attitudes that, that are being different right now. And, it takes you out of contender status and But maybe that's maybe that's good for the team that is under this stress that is like Peyton Manning's here so we have to win the Super Bowl. Maybe this team needs a year of we don't have to win the Super Bowl. You know, that that's the mindset of every football team, but the mindset of every football team is not like, we have Peyton Manning and we have to win right now. 
And that's kind of where this team's at. And that's kind of why maybe the playoffs have looked bad because they are trying to to solidify whether you know they're they're wanting to or just it's part of the scheme and that's what they're doing. Manning's Manning's pedigree, Manning's whole all of who he is, you know. It it's it's a it, it seems like maybe this this young team, like a team like Seattle that is winning without a guy like this, where this like it's his whole who he is. We have to do it for Peyton. Every time he fails, it's another dagger in the heart. It's another slash to the thing of who the Broncos are in Peyton. It's it's these losses are hard. They're they're devastating to this football team because there was there was such high hopes, and then the Baltimore shit happens, and it's been disappointment since then. It has even it, it just it has been okay. We're moving on. <laughs> I'm I'm spent. I'm spent. He's he's exhausted. He's sweating. I'm not at he's all. He's pouring actually. sweat all over. No, he's just fuck you. Dude. It's like a workout. It's cool, <laughs> Talking about Manning is a workout. Talking about the Broncos. You don't need a gym when you're a Denver Broncos. Talking about the Broncos. Right, Doug. Yep. I'm Doug. I am Doug. Thank you for the addition there, Doug. High Doug fives. I drop in, Doug. High fives. 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 Everybody high fives Gonzo. Well, because no one wants to high five anyone else. There you go. Oh, that's love. (laughs) We're doing this. All right, we're going to start off the high fives with, in honor of the NFL Combine, they were going to give out Porsches to the top three winners of the uh, 40-yard dash this year, which was like... Okay, how stupid is that? But cool for those kids who already got inflated egos and probably have no education. Well, why would to you speak give, of, why would you give a car to a kid that can run fast? Because he's fast, Doug. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's because, why the Flash doesn't have a car. Because we have to rub it into the offensive and defensive Mayman's face that they are still not worth yeah. as much as everybody but, else. No one from no one from like you know Black and Decker showing up and giving them anything to lift anything <laughs> after they. Bench press 40 feet times 225 pounds. <laughs> All right. Bam. Oh, yeah. But so, NFL speed, guys. I don't know why I said Black and Decker because I froze for a second. I okay. was going to say something from Home Depot and I just couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. My mind that was. I don't shopping. know why Dairy Queen's like giving them ice cream. I went this way and I should have. I walked through Home Depot a thousand times and I just went the wrong way and that's what I threw out. That's, that's how it goes. Sorry. I'll need some clarity. Was this the current player list? Not at all. Okay. No, not at all. Okay. I wasn't sure. All time. I was just favorite no. speed guys. Favorites. Got I'm it. Okay. I'm current. You did? Oh, yeah. well, this will be good. You, it's all it's all relative, so no worries. No worries. I peekabooed on his list a little bit, and I was like, oh, shit. Maybe he said so current. Top five combine. <laughs> NFL speed guys. Just NFL speed guys. In, in honor of the combine. I will, I will, with, I will this start. Year, unless, I will know. start unless you'd like to start, Mr. Council. Uh, Gonzo's list always blows us out of the water. So no, no, like no, no. I'll do, I'll do the first one. Okay. Uh, number five, um, legend, Hall of Famer Daryl Green, cornerback for the Washington Redskins. Um, he was pretty much ranked as far as he would just show up at random collegiate events and run before track meets and and race every dude in the NFL and the Porsche. Well, well, well into his like you know his final seasons, he did that from thirty four on, like like his. 13th season onto a bunch of later seasons. He would just show up and race dudes and blow them out the water. He was in the game because of his speed. Not a track guy's speed. I mean, he had track speed. He played football well. He had, you know, not the best ball skills, but 
Dude that's why you play fast. DB, because you don't have yeah. the best pulses. Dude was fucking <laughs> fast. Uh, number four, this guy has to be on the list. Um, Bo Jackson. Uh, prob- one of the fastest dudes I ever saw in pads, and I only really got to see him in, in the, you know, highlights, because we were very young when, when his career was cut short. Or Tech Mobile, which if you want to get down with some super Tech Mobile after this dude, we're going to throw it out. Be <laughs> wicked, but no one gets to use Bo Jackson, because that's unfair. Cause that's or, Barry or Barry Sanders. Or Barry Sanders. Cheating as fuck oh, if you use so Barry bad. Sanders. <laughs> <He's> just, <laughs> he breaks every attack. With, with like, you got to move three three buttons, to, and it's like, Easy to move with it. It's silly. He's, he's the best. Uh, number three, this is a personal favorite. Uh, played for the Broncos. Uh, explosive back. Clinton Portis was hell of a speed guy. I love mm. him. I remember him running around Kansas City Chiefs that game where he scored five touchdowns. He was like, guys would be there. He'd just kind of move and just run around him and just run around him. And he, he went, he did a, he pulled a draw and went up the middle and just ran around four defensive guys till he got to the sideline and sprinted up for his fifth touchdown. I was, I was blown away. He, he, he was a fast They were blown kid. away. They were. And then that's when he got the, the belt. That's when he walked up with the heavyweight title yeah. belt. I don't know how he got that, but he did. That was a, that was an awesome game. I like that. Uh, number two. Other fastest guy I've seen in pads. Not a fast guy when he went to the combine. None of that at all. Jerry Rice, uh, very fast with the ball. When he caught the ball on mm-hmm. slants, he broke away and took him to the house. He was one of the guys that originated that. He was that damn good. And number one, here he is, Deion Sanders in pads, no doubt. Good list. Deion Sanders, dude. Deion Bad Sanders list. fucking... Like, when he got the ball... <sighs> gone. It, it when was, he doesn't have the ball, like, it was he would great. tease quarterbacks it, like... I'm not following him. Yes, I am. And come back. In, in, in baseball, him like running the base pass, oh, stealing dude. bases. Deion Sanders in a competitive nature when, when he's got people chasing him or it's it's a you know a third and ten and he's got to be the defensive back. He is the fastest fucking dude I've ever seen in the past. Period. All right, so I got some honorables. Nice. Um, honorable mention. One of them might make the list if you ask me again next year. Odell Beckham Jr., Joey Galloway, Deshaun Jackson, Champ Bailey, Larry Fitzgerald. Joey Galloway almost made my list. Um, number five. Um, my five and four are on the bottom because they're kind of douchebaggeries. But uh, Adrian Peterson, when he breaks one tackle and just goes forward, it's like a launching pad. From the first ten yards, he is just gone when he hits that second level. He's been explosive since his freshman year at Oklahoma. Oh man, he's just and you know what? I used to think I thought initially I thought he wasn't gonna bulk up as big as he did, but man, he got huge quick. I thought he's just gonna be a fast guy that get taken out one day and that'd be the end of it. Nope, I was so wrong about Adrian Peterson. I thought he had high ceiling, but I thought he'd be one of them guys that would just get clipped and be done. Totally wrong. Guys I did awesome. not think that. You did not, because you were awesome. Uh, number four, Michael Vick. How can you not have Michael Vick, a fast quarterback who was awesome to use in Madden, and that's what made him so fucking awesome. Is well, he would 2004 Madden using Michael Vick is, is it's unfair. Cheating. It's cheating. It's unfair. You're a dirty cheater if you pick the Falcons and play with Michael nope, Vick. Nope, you're just smart. <laughs> just smart. I remember my friend, Troy McMurray, he's a fucking BMX cyclist. I used to kick his ass with him and he'd get pissed off all the time. Throw the shit down. Wow. wow. Number three, uh, Randy Moss. Good call. Um, what can you say? 
Long strides. Awesome. You could say that. You could say he didn't run fast quickly. It was it was just, was just it gone. was a deceptive type deal when all of a sudden he'd be ten yards behind a defensive back and the defensive back's like what the And fuck he'd catch that? everything you throw at him. Very good hands. And then he'd wipe his butt on the goalpost. That's polite, because you don't do it with no. Uh number two. Bo. Bo knows football. Bo Jackson. Bo knows speed. Until somebody catches him and totally fucks him off. <sighs> Bo probably knows a Waffle House now. Bo might own a Waffle House. Bo knows waffles. Bo, Bo knows house. <laughs> He's living fat off a of Tecmo Bowl. <laughs> Number Bo one. Tecmo Bowl. Dion. Prime time. That's it. I thought it was Neon. He's Neon Dion. Neon Dion. Oh, prime time. Fucking prime. white people. I thought he was Neon. That his name was Neon Sanders. <laughs> that his name was Leon Sandcastle. <laughs> I thought he was a noble gas. I had my mistake. <laughs> All right. Well, I went current on my uh, top five NFL speed guys. Um, Antonio Brown. He's probably the fastest, at least sure. one of the most explosive receivers I know of. Uh, T.Y. Hilton's kind of in the same mold. Same with Deshaun Jackson. Mm. They're kind of short, skinny, but just really fast guys. Um, That's how they do it. Adrian Peterson didn't play much this year, but I would still put him up there until I, until I see him slow down. I think he's going to still be fast when he comes back. I think it'll be a rest, not a rust kind of thing. Yeah, he, you don't you don't really lose a lot of stamina at your legs from spankings. <laughs> when you're tired of beating children, it's not with your legs. So <laughs> didn't one of his kids just die or something? And then oh, uh, that no, was a no, couple years ago. That was a, that was a while ago. And then uh, had nothing to do with round out my top five: Patrick Peterson. Also, oh passed. fuck yeah, good call. Cornerbacks in the in the NFL right now are there's a lot of speedsters, no doubt. They're just quick, no doubt. Doug. He top five speed list, guys. So let's let's really? just go top, ahead. Really? Top five speed guys. Really. Number one, Wally West. Number two, Barry Allen. Number three, Jay Garrick. Number four, Bart Allen. Number five, River Phoenix. Aribor Thon. Nice. Honorable mention, River. River Phoenix. Phoenix. <laughs> Honorable mention, a river in Phoenix. There's a river in Phoenix no longer exists. How about our pop culture, Doug? <laughs> well, that's in honor of uh, food. Oh, wait, that's the next one. You're an asshole. <laughs> food comes out of an asshole. Figure that out. I had something for that. Um, I already did. I got to the bottom of it. Yeah, bottom. Uh, bottom. 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 This is the classiest. Highbrow, assiest podcast ever. Do you think that Kurt Cobain would have laughed? I think he would have. No, depends on how high of heroin he was. But yeah, a song about it. Doctor, here, here goes. Should we, should we like include what we think the song is about when we say it? Top five Nirvana up. songs <laughs> that aren't about heroin. Um, oh, no, so no it's uh, in honor of yesterday. Would have been Kurt, Kurt Cobain's, Cobain's birthday. birthday. Yeah. Um, top five Nirvana songs. Not a bad list to have. Um, did you do covers? Because there might be some covers on some lists here. So I just want. To I did actually that. run this by both Ryan and Deb, and I said, 
and Deb, do covers count. About, ask Deb about it. It's good. She's she's always here making stuff happen. Making <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I wasn't asked. Well, no, you weren't here. So I'm asking you now. Do That's covers count? <laughs> they do now. No, I'm, I'm, uh, oh, no. I talked to Ryan about it when we got here. I was just being funny. Okay. Um, yeah, absolutely. Is that what you call it? Well, I call it lots of things. Okay. Uh, where I come from, they call it doing the hibbity dibbity. Hibbity yeah, dibbity. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yes, there can be covers on the list. Okay. Yes, okay. So I guess I'll start. That's that's why we asked you to start. Okay. Um, my first. one, my one um, honorable mention is Frances Farmer will have her revenge. Um, I've always loved that song off of In Utero. Um, that was a defining album. As In you, Utero mm-hmm. was the defining album. To me, yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. No, I, I respect that. Yeah, 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 to me. Not like... No, I, I mean, obviously, that. Nevermind was like their, their you know, breakthrough album, but... Um, number four, Polly. Hmm? Um, because we were talking about covers, I really do think their unplugged cover of David Bowie's Man Who Sold the World is ridiculous. I mean, in a great way. And it's their spin on it. And it's that guitar tone that comes out of that acoustic guitar when Kurt plays it is just mind-breaking to me. It's a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. Um, number three, Radio Friendly uh, radio, radio friendly Unit Shifter, which is a, uh, another track off of In, in Utero. It was um, one of the more like punky ones that I really liked. Um... Also off of In Your Row, number two, Serve the Servants. Uh, and number one, In Bloom. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. I'm a little surprised that that was removed. Okay. I also love the video. <clears throat> um, honorable mentions, School, Sliver, Lithium, Heart Shaped Box, In Bloom. Uh, where Do You Sleep Last Night? Where's favorite Jesus Don't Want Me for Sunbeam, Love Buzz, and The Man Who Sold the World, I guess. Don't confuse me at that. Um... Number five, off the Bleach album, Negative Creep. Negative Creep. Absolutely. That song I is thought hard about as it. fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that song. In fact, it's like the first song I played off of Bleach. Mm-hmm. First day I got that. Um, number four, Smells Like Teen Spirit. It's a little overplayed, but it, little. it's, ep- it's, it's very time, epic. At the time, it was, it was not overplayed. Once again, it... it for Earth grunge. It had two weeks where it was not overplayed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just go uh, number three, All Apologies. <laughs> Good song. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, number two, Come As You Are. And number one, it About is. a Girl, but off of the Bleach album. Oh, he goes with the hard one. I do. All right, all right, all right. About a Girl off Bleach is pretty and when right. And when you're done, I want to explain why Come As, uh, Come As You Are wasn't on my list. Okay. Are you going? Do you have one? I didn't prep for Nirvana. Yeah. He, he's he, he's not the, he's not there. It's all good. He's not a Nirvana guy. It's all good. It's all right. It, it was hard for me, um, to an extent. Um, number five. Very hard for me. Off of Nevermind. Yeah, because uh, you mentioned half their songs in your honorable you, mentions. You did a lot of their songs. Uh, number five for me. Uh, it's off of Nevermind. Drain you. Mm-hmm. Love that song. And the my baby too. It's just a kind of a. It's a, a as grungy as they get in my opinion. Just that dirty song. Uh, number four, off the uh, the new release that came out a few years ago, the Muddy Waters of uh, the, the Muddy Banks of Wish. Yeah, you know you're right is a really good fucking song. Mm-hmm. I like that song a lot. I really do. Uh, number three, the cover, because we're doing covers. Lake of Fire is a sick song. The Nirvana Unplugged is 
you know, I always it's a defining to, album for our generation. It really is. It, it, it's way more defining than 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 the, Never mind. than the second record that you just said. Um, what's I just forgot. Nevermind in utero. The second record in utero. Their defining the record. record is nevermind. Their second record is nevermind. Okay, this this that's a, that's an EP. Bleach is an EP. No, it's not. It's a full length album. I'm pretty sure it's an EP. Mm-hmm. Sure it's full okay, length. we'll show that. We're gonna keep continuing. Lake of Fire. I like Lake of Fire as well. I, I dished it and I just dished it back by saying shut so. Up. Bam. <laughs> that's the shit. That's dishing it back. And you can't take it. Pretty pretty tough dish. Uh, so we'll just move since I'm wrong about Nirvana, which is not my band, but two, Plateau, the like Meat Plateau. Puppets cover off of... With me, the Meat Puppets. Mm-hmm. With their defining fucking album of, the, of that shit. I love it. Look I love about it. birds. Ah, dude, it's so good. Many a hand, and again, it's game that the who play it It's other, dude. It's, it's kind of jammy and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's a stoner record, dude. Totally. Like, it's, it's a total song... Shh. I'm pretty ah. sure I used to get stuck. Yeah, constantly. <laughs> uh, the number one, lithium. Lithium off of uh, Nevermind is it's the drug that I had to take when I was in middle school. It's it's the song that just said a lot of things that I agreed with at, at the time with myself and other st- other people around me. Lithium was uh, still is every time I hear it, I turn it up. Always, I think it's their best song. I've always loved that song. Nirvana, rest in peace, Kurt Cobain. Should have never married that crazy cunt. This would be a whole different conversation. Dave Grohl? Right oh, just kidding. Ha <laughs> 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 Dave Grohl, you're not a crazy cunt. Um, unless you take it as a compliment, in which case you are. Um, case though I will say, why Come As You Are didn't uh, make my list. Um, just because every time I hear him say he doesn't have a gun, I think, liar! The ironic part. He swears he doesn't have a gun. Now yeah, he's a liar. Dude, can we do best Pearl Jam songs next week? <laughs> no, because there aren't any. <gasps> hold on a second, hold on. So she says, have I got a little story for you? What you thought was your daddy? Nothing, you know. We're doing Pearl Jam next week. <laughs> My wow! Name. You were sitting home alone at age 13. Might be short. Doug's like, I gotta hide. Daddy was dying. Wow! Isn't even like one Pearl Jam song? Dude, that's a good band, dude. I'm sorry. How can you not like a good at band. least one Pearl Jam? You don't have to worship Pearl Jam. You can just accept that they're a good band. That's, that's, that's what you don't I even have do. to like Eddie Vedder. How about that? Mm-hmm. It's I like don't. The, it's like the argument. Clearly. I don't like Eddie Vedder. I like the music he made. I don't want to talk to Axl Rose. I just want him to write more songs and shut the <laughs> fuck up. Like, quit I, being I, a douchebag. Yeah. I, I don't well, want to quit being a douchebag first. Why? I don't, I, I don't want that at all. I don't hang out with him. I don't give a shit. Write some fucking music. Do it. And go fuck up other people's lives and do your thing. Write some fucking music. That's all he oh, really needs Axl Rose for, it's true. Any musician. Anyone. Any Unless you musician. know them. If, if I know them, we talk every day. If I don't, they're musicians. Make your music. There that is. Okay. Musicians. He's a douchebag. <laughs> Hear that about sports all the time. Uh, Jay Cutler's an asshole. I don't give a fuck. He sucks because he sucks. 
And this is recent. I used to not back. I used to back him up all the time. <laughs> he used to be his boy. Three months ago, I phoned it in. I'm keeping it up. I don't like Jay Cutler anymore. He's decided. But not because he's a dickhead. No. Give a fuck about dickheads. Unless they're in front of you being dickheads. Isn't that like kind of normal? I feel like it is. You think all your like actor dudes that you like and your podcast buddies are all really cool people? You think Mickey Mantle will pay you rent? He's a dickhead. <laughs> you are kind of a dickhead. You're like second in command dickhead. <laughs> that just means I'm a little bit of a bigger dickhead than you. Yeah, you're first lieutenant, bitch. Wait, am I a bitch or a dickhead? You're number two. <laughs> in what? In dickheadedness. Deuce. Oh, yeah. And that's saying something if you guys are ahead of me. You're yeah, number that four. Metro dickhead. Yeah. yeah. Wait, he's number four? Yeah. Hmm? I know a bigger dickhead. Oh, no, Drew's... <laughs> it's like so there are only four people in the room. Like, I was like, Drew's like, like that's, that's presumptuous. Drew's like, holy shit, three? I'm like, really? dude, he's in the room. <laughs> Come on. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Drew's, Drew's more subtle. You mean Wyatt? Is he number three? No. You called him a dickhead. Yeah, this is exactly. why you're number if I'm, two. If I'm talking about the kids, <laughs> if I'm talking about the kids, Blake's number one. <laughs> Period. <laughs> well, he's, yeah, okay. Can't say he's the biggest dickhead I know. But only because he's short. <laughs> yeah, that's because I love him and he's four. But he is the biggest dickhead. <laughs> I can't like, say count, anything against what he's talking about because I believe Doug heard me Call. calling them names tonight. So no, you called White a dickhead on Wednesday. That was That's awesome. What it was. It was. Wednesday. Hey, <laughs> knock it off, dickhead. Being a dickhead. <laughs> I aspire to your parental abilities, Ryan. I really do. Okay. <laughs> they got to be told sometimes. Calling an eight-year-old a... Was Are it, we still recording? Oh, yeah. <laughs> calling a ten-year-old a dickhead and saying to a two-year-old, quit falling stupid. It's not stupid. like I stand over him while he's failing at math calling him a dickhead. No. No. Jesus. When we're around. Well, yeah, not when you guys are around. I don't want you guys totally. to see that. God. When we're out of the room. I'm around. I hear you. <laughs> you hear it. He's not saying nothing either. Dickhead. <laughs> wow. Okay, so Hot Tub Time Machine 2 tomorrow. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Duke UNC, great game. Great game. Another I, epic. I, I want to I put this. This is the best rivalry in sports. In sports. In sports. I put it against any rivalry with amount of quality games, the head-to-head matchup, the... Players produced as far as being, you know, well-known players within the scope because you got to go from college to pro there. Like, obviously, North Carolina has Michael Jordan and some other guys that aren't that great. But Duke has a lot of, of guys that aren't that great. Who aren't Michael Jordan. So. Yeah, yeah. But now Duke has the better players coming in. Kyrie Irving is turning into one of the better fucking point guard scoring guys in the game. Um, there's a Ooh, few coming in. made a lot of money just being... Above average. Luval Deng is is a is a great player. He's a great second guy. Uh, I, I, but Duke UNC. Duke was up thirteen. Halftime up nine. Next in the second half, all of a sudden, they're down 
eight points, and it's back and forth, eight to four, eight to four, eight to four, back and forth. Then they're down ten points, ten points with a minute and a half to go, and Tyus Jones, the point guard. Not Okafor, who almost broke the ankle. No structural damage, by the way. Come back, make the right plays, send it to overtime. Big threes, assists, and ones. They're making the right steps. They're making the right steps. That was a great game. It was a great game. I, I like what Duke's chances are to get to the Final Four. And that's all it is. Just get to the Final Four. Who knows what's going to happen? Well, you know they're going to get a number one seed in the in the tournament. It's it's almost predestined. If they win the ACC, you're going to get a number one seed. I think they will. I don't think they're going to lose again. I think they're going to play tough games because everyone's going at this Duke team. Okafor's the shit. Tyus Jones is the shit. Fucking Justice Winslow is the shit. This team is put together. Quinn Cook. Quinn Cook Sr. is having almost an all-ACC year. Almost an all-ACC year. For ACC year. For a guy that really hasn't been a number one on this team at all. Ever. His role has metamorphosized. I used a big word there. On this, on the, it, it, it fucking changed. He is not the same player anymore because he has the opportunities to do so. He's taking advantage of it. I like that Grayson Allen's coming off the bench and doing his thing. I like what this team is up to. They have a great shot to get to the Final Four. And I know that Kentucky and Duke will not be on the same side of the bracket oh, no. when it happens. This is, a, this is the matchup that everybody wants, would be Duke and Kentucky. No doubt about it. So their, their road will not go through Kentucky till the championship game. They're gonna have, it's going to be a great tournament. There's, there's a... There's a lot of good teams. <laughs> There's a lot of good teams. Great teams, possibly a couple. We'll see. We'll see. But Duke, UNC, the shit. How about that? Locking arms, midcourt. Loved it. Around it. You know, very giving respectful. The, giving the honor. UNC players, Duke players, UNC coaches, Duke coaches, locking arms and what it proves is man. that this is the best rivalry in sports Absolutely. is what that proves right there. Because it is a matter of not just a rivalry where you just hate each other and that's the biggest thing about it. Because the Broncos and the Raiders, we we hate the Raiders, we hate their fans. But we just hate them. And if, a, if everybody says, well, if they were better, you know, well, that's what makes a rivalry great is no matter how shitty you are. That's what's gonna happen. You're going. You're gonna play. Two, you're going to play an epic game. Doesn't matter if the Raiders suck and they have. But that's David not the Carr case. Is their yeah. quarterback? Duke it's and supposed UNC. to be. It's supposed to be a, a rivalry where it's like it doesn't matter how bad the bad team is. That's what makes great rivalries. Not just hating the other team. Not just despising the other team. It's about making. It's about the game. A game. It's about the game. Every single yeah. time, getting not, up for it every it. single time. The game. You know, like the thirty, like they when that game tipped up, it was the seventy third time that they were in the top twenty five. Both teams in the top twenty five, and their records were thirty six and thirty six. That says it all. That that is mean. Wow, that that matchup is good every fucking time. Love watching. I can't wait. It's gonna happen again in like eleven days or something like that. Back in UNC, another. It's it's coming again. It'll be a great game. The best game. It's already. It was the highest rated college game of this season. The next one will be higher, just because that's how it works. It it is. I, I fuck Boston and, and New York as far as baseball. 
That's 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 they destroyed so many no, games. No, no, no. It's but it's destroyed by money. It it doesn't have to do with the teams anymore. It, it, it's it's like the name. Mm-hmm. It's like when Duke and UNC, it's the name, but it's the kids too. I mean, this this one and done shit is about done, but it hasn't destroyed like this rivalry. It hasn't destroyed a lot of rivals within college college basketball. It's going to be back to normal pretty soon. It really is. This, I mean, it, it blows up like, the the Giants and and the Cowboys. Like all these rivalries, we don't even think about anymore. Like. It's Duke, UNC, all the time, dude. Ohio State, Michigan? Who gives a fuck about Ohio State, Michigan anymore? That's not even important. Michigan has been so down. For like so 10 down. years. Florida, Florida State, they don't. They never match up correctly. And, One's and either better and the other one sucks. It sucks a lot worse where it's a bad game. Yeah, yeah. it's like they're, they don't match up to it. And, and Duke, UNC, one could be not ranked. I guess the closest closest I could think of would be Auburn, Alabama. And that's been recent. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, as far as like teams who play each other tough every time they play each other, I think to me, Auburn, Alabama is probably in football. That's the closest other thing, other thing to do. College UNC. football, yeah it's, yeah, it's it's definitely there. I mean, within the last years though, because Ohio State and Michigan before that were continuously bumping heads when Alabama had their down point and Auburn. And that's that's the thing with that's what I'm saying. Like the, the the college basketball landscape that has been set at Tobacco Road, eight miles apart, is beyond. Other, it's it's amazing. I, I love. We're not a part of it. But just to be able to watch it is is feeling great, dude. Mm. Love that shit. I love even when they lose. I love Duke. Dude. I love Duke UNC. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love no, it. we got we got we got to give respect to Chris Bosh. By the way, who's out for the season with lung clots. Eh, you know, if you listen to the show, you know we don't like the guy. We don't like his game, though. That's As the main game. part. That's the we main don't part. we don't ever want to see anybody. I, I critically wish the best. injured or anything by far it, the by best. any means because it is at the end of the day it is just a game I I mean I I always wish the Raiders team plane would crash but not really you know just sort yeah of no one says that out loud except for Brian except for me but but we wish number Chris four Bush the best no doubt about it <laughs> <laughs> I get to be number one okay I'm number one thing uh, but no Chris Bosh please do do your thing man. Uh, Chill. I, I bet you come back and shoot threes and not box out and, and get like four get rebounds a game and do your thing. I, I, I have no doubt that you can get back to that. I have no doubt you can get back to that. Another shout-out to KG, Kevin Garnett. Uh, he's heading back to Minnesota. This is funny. Uh, he played his first 12 seasons in Minnesota. He's been gone since 2008, so seven seasons since. 19th season. He still leads the Minnesota Timberwolves in every statistical category. That is important. Most points ever. Most rebounds. Assists. 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 He played power forward. Oh, it's bad. He's coming back home, and I I think uh, some saw it as like a retirement move. I, I think he'll play next year with him. I think he'll be buddied up with Andrew Wiggins. I think he'll, you know, for lack of a better term, show him the ropes. Just buddy himself with him. You know? Like, he's going to go have dinner with Andrew Wiggins. He's going to work out with Andrew Wiggins. He's going to do stuff like that and show the kid how to be a phenom. Because 
KG was... People forget the phenomenon that Kevin Garnett was. We don't. <laughs> we, we don't, because somebody <laughs> doesn't let us. Well, that's what his favorite thing. Oh, okay. I mean, we don't because I don't get people to let me. He's still bitter because I got us kicked out of a Denver Nuggets game well, when yeah, KG yeah, was doing hold his hold thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We weren't kicked time. out of that game. We just knew it was time to go. Those guys wanted to fight. <laughs> there was a lot of guys who wanted to fight. Yeah, we weren't kicked out of we were kicked out of the Rockies game. Yeah, this one we were just chased out of, basically. <laughs> we saw Mike Anderson, I think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> uh, hey, Mike. Bye. <laughs> he high fived me. It was so cool. It was so cool. He got so dorked out. I was like, oh, hey. I was like, oh, big Mike. What's up, man? And I just like shook his hand. He goes, who's that? I go. Mike Anderson from the Denver Broncos. He goes, <laughs> turned around. <laughs> I wasn't even drunk that night. It was like two Large beers. Large hands, by the way. Yeah, huge, huge hands. It was a, it was the most powerful. <laughs> yeah, you got to tote that rock, man. It was. I was like, I can see why this guy doesn't fumble because he can just. <laughs> He's about five eleven, but those hands are like six four for sure. <laughs> no, no. I was I was so high off seeing Mike Anderson. Two beers. Two beers. And like I'm talking shit to everybody in that game, dude. Because I'm not a Nuggets fan, so I'm talking shit to Nuggets fans because they're talking shit to Latrell Speedwell. And it was raining threes that night. He hit seven threes that night. <laughs> he hit him because those guys wouldn't shut the fuck up and he was feeding off it and I was like, Yeah, yeah You can imagine what I was saying. But yeah, it was <laughs> It was just like, it was really good. And people were really mad at the end of that. And we were really close. There was dad's old seats underneath the, the underneath the hoop there. Yeah, we were walking out. And people were, we did kind of run a little bit. <laughs> Disappeared in the crowd. We did kind of just fade away. When I saw the guy in the Elway jersey, he was like, fuck you, motherfucker. I was like, that's my favorite guy ever. You're like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love but I want to tell the guy how much I love LA. No, you got to go. No, we got to go. So we don't get beat up. Happens. Doug gets beat up all the time, right? Yep. But he's a man. He takes his beatings like a man. I should know. I just beat him up like 10 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. He gets up. He I wouldn't help him with his off, homework. Dusts himself off. Gets back on it. Cries a little. I wouldn't help him with his homework. Not in front of us, though. <laughs> Not in front of us. Oh, a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. A bit of a crap baby. Well, you get beat up a lot. You're a little soft. You know, that's what happens. Some get hard. Others don't. Doug didn't. Fastball? <laughs> I'm like a nerdy Pillsbury Doughboy. That's what it sounds like when you sleep. I don't know. You sleep like a blue whale. <laughs> you make whale noises. You made the sound of a murder, like an otter being murdered while you sleep. Fastball? Yeah, 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 me, him. Yeah. I'll do it. I don't care. Is it my turn? To ask him? Oh, we didn't talk. Is it, do I need to ask? I can ask him. I got a question if you want. Ask him. Drew? You ready, you're sir? You're under fire, buddy. You're under fire. All right. All right. 
highway to the thing. You can determine how much of this time you want to spend talking about it, but address the Broncos' draft needs. Oh my goodness. That's so mean. That's Ready, me. That's me. But you can, you can make, you're, you're allowed, you'll allow, I will allow you some wiggle room basing assumptions on free agency. Ready, Seiko. Um, also, you have two minutes. <laughs> on, on offense, you got to assume the, the only priority is offensive line. Assuming Peyton Manning comes back. Because, I mean, you got good receivers. I think Cody Latimer is a good young receiver who could possibly replace Wes Welker if Wes Welker's gone. Um, on defense, that's, that's tough because, you know, they're transitioning to a 3-4. And if... If they lose Terrence Knighton in free agency, which I really hope they don't, that could just be disastrous for the Broncos. That could... For a 3-4 defense? For a 3-4 defense to not have a good nose tackle, it would just... Everything behind it would just get hurt. Um, I mean, but honestly, I don't see a a whole lot of holes on this team. It's still a team that won 12 games last year. Um, I think um, I'm hoping the You're bigger. To get the better, aren't you? I'm hoping the bigger difference will be in coaching and in attitude, and in and uh, risk taking. This team is so. Where do you think they spend their first two picks? You make me cry. Uh, <laughs> round one, round two. <clears throat> Drafting that late. They'll definitely go. Offensive line and linebacker in two of the first three picks. I <laughs> I don't know. It, it's it's hard to it's hard to talk about what their draft needs are because of free agency. Yeah. Gotta, I sort of fucked <coughs> him on that one. I threw him a curveball instead of a fastball. Yeah, it was, it was a little. It's, it's like a, a tough one up. because we're we're waiting on on like the, the Peyton Manning decision. <laughs> we're waiting like with the whole. Brand new coaching staff and brand new defensive scheme, brand new offensive scheme, brand new you know role for lots of players here. That's that's a tough one. I mean, I mean, if if uh, if I thought just off the base part of it, what the draft needs were of the Denver Broncos, uh, we need to get depth at linebacker. Uh, depth, depth. We don't need to draft huge linebackers right now. Um, nose guard is. Is really big because if we don't get bot roast back, as Drew said, that is that is huge. In the three four defense, you gotta have a kind of a fat guy, a fat active motherfucker. He has to be active. He has to be creating chaos. That's how it just kind of trickles he down. Two, in the three, he needs four to defense. be demanding. He's gotta be yeah, double so, teams. So if he's unavailable, that's what we do. And if, if and if and if we do are and are able to bring Terrence back, however, however, so we're we're pretty much already. Set on franchise and Demarius, from what I understand, and I do. and we need to restructure Manning's contract if we can to do this. If not, then I mean we rebuild the offensive line. That's that's the next role. Like we need offensive line. I think the best offensive lineman that would be able to come in and make an immediate impact will be gone in the first round. I don't. By the time they not get in this draft, not in this so? draft. I know so. Have you watched the combine? No. Have you? Looked on some of these websites and stuff with like all the linemen. Well, this is huge. This is a big draft. 
There are linemen all over the place. Doug Lyman. We Doug a Doug a low Doug a Doug Doug a Doug a low lineman. There there Doug are linemen. There are linemen. There are Doug running backs. Sports guy, right? There are defensive backs. There are quarterbacks. This is a heavy draft. This is a big draft. There are wide receivers. This is there. There's linemen depth all over the fucking place in so, this draft. So you think they probably wait to maybe the second round to draft the linebacker? Not necessarily. What I'm saying is, is they could draft a lineman in the second round. Oh, the you're first saying round, they could they, they could, could draft they, a lineman in the second, fourth, fifth. There's linemen all throughout this draft, especially with what we're trying to do. We're trying to create a zone blocking scheme, mm. athletic linemen, guys who might be able to do it. There's plenty of that, but there's plenty of linebackers. There's there's ah, linebackers. We need a linebacker so, you think, so bad. You think because that's what I think is that they're going to draft. I think they're going to draft a middle linebacker first. They're going to have to move interior, up. They're they going to have to move up to get the linebacker they want. I think so too. I agree. I think they're going to have to probably spend a fourth round pick moving up. But if that can't happen, drafting an offensive lineman in the first round will be a great move. It would be an excellent move yeah. because that would There's, be addressing a need that you need. And it would be if, it if would you're it would cost Peyton Manning you back, you need it, so. Peyton Manning needs to have a line that is decided, done in front of him. This is or if he's not my, coming my back, problem. you need a future. You need future on that line. If if he's not coming back, it's easier to develop with each other. It is when when these rookies come in, it's like it's Peyton Manning. It's a different mindset, dude. Like this is not being. I, I don't think it's addressed enough. Like just trying to come in and three uh, three new offensive linemen on this on this offensive line next year. Three new at least. You don't think three they bring new. back Frank Franklin? Nah, you can't zone block, dude. That dude got moved to a spot where he had to move more and got blown up. Can't move. Cannot move. It's it's a different deal. We are we are. That's that's what that what freaks me. That's what freaks me out about this is like some of the other Broncos fans. And and some of the this is going this could very well be a three four year deal. <laughs> it could be back to building a team. Everyone says, "Well, Elway had TD." Yes, he did. He also had three years with him before before they won a Super Bowl. So it was like uh, man, it wasn't like man, TD like showed up like and, that day and then rushed for seventeen hundred and fifty plus yards, <laughs> and the next year rushed for two thousand. No. He was there. The, the, by the third year, the the Elway Davis the, the, that team was amazing. Yeah, machine. They were called the machine on, on national television. I the Broncos were. They were. It it was it was built. It was built. Manning is too old. This can't be built. It has to be done now. And and ah, ah, I, there is no scenario that I see Super Bowl here. I'd, I'd rather suck for a year or two. I and, feel and like be better along in the process. I feel of like the I feel like this team is still with Brock Osweiler running the team. I think it's still at the bare minimum. A they can compete with San Diego. It's going to be. I I think well because Drew said they have the best quarterback. Well, I still think the Broncos have the best defense. There's no so doubt that they. Dude, I think the Philip Rivers will be the best, the best defense, and we have one of the best defensive coordinators ever in the league. That's true. Now, and he is not arrogant, douchebaggy like Jack Del Rio, who's not going to blitz because, well, I didn't feel like blitzing anymore, or 
maybe because I was daydreaming about days of smelling the disgusting Oakland air. I don't know what it was. <laughs> On the way to practice. <laughs> it's so beautiful out there. <laughs> so, I don't know what it is, but we still have the best defense. They may have the best quarterback. We still have the best defense. I'm... I, I, you know, just just we that, will compete that part within of this division. This team is Definitely. better than than just him. It's better than just him. If the fucking goddamn Kansas City Chiefs can win with Alex Smith, guys, don't panic. Don't hit the panic <laughs> button, okay? They didn't throw a fucking touchdown to the goddamn wide receiver. And we're in the playoff ball. hunt the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. The whole yeah. time they could have fucking backdoored right into the playoffs, and they didn't throw a touchdown pass to a wide receiver. And so, Philip Rivers is is a is a premier quarterback, top six, top six. Tell me if I'm wrong, or, or or say like top eight or something like this. We can I can absolutely. Agree with that. I think I can absolutely go with top six. I felt like and they, and I they feel fought, like if you got the top five as elite, I feel like Philip Rivers is that guy like right on the other side. I'd like to have him throwing throwing darts. Uh, he, he can play for my team. No, no, no playoffs. No playoffs. Why, why, why can't we just roll with this team that is a team? This, this has been assembled. There's, there's pieces besides <coughs> one of the best quarterbacks of all time. That's uh, he is he is damn good. But there's no no doubt that when he is gone. Our quarterback play is going to drop. It has to happen. <laughs> it cannot. He's one of the best of all time. He's one of the best of all time. Are we going to get lucky and get an Aaron Rodgers who might be better than Favre? Hopefully. Maybe. Can he move? Yes. Does he have a big arm? He does. Yes. Has he sat behind and paid attention? I don't know. I don't know. Didn't look yeah. like at the day at Oakland when he was like, "Oh, my helmet! I need that on the field." That was that, that was that was that was kind of that was miscommunicated. <laughs> that was. Him. I'm yeah. giving him a hard time. That was that part. But the other time when he got care about concussions. When he actually got put in the game and rolled out and threw a dart for a touchdown, who did he throw that to? I don't remember. But but he did. He threw a dart. I. I, I not worried about finding out. It was Virgil Green. It was Virgil Green. Because it was also Virgil Green's first touchdown pass and he wasn't giving up. <laughs> yeah, and Julius Thomas is like, so I was at the club <laughs> while Virgil Green scored a touchdown. <laughs> That's what we need to talk about. Julius Thomas. We'll talk about him next week. He'll no, I want to talk about it right now. You know what, Doug? We're going to talk about JT next week. Go, go, Power Rangers! Is that correct? Dugout? Power Rangers, that was good. But we haven't done a dugout, so... Broncos draft first. The Green Power Ranger? Just going to ride the Power Rangers. I'll ride the... I'm kind of a trendsetter. Center. (laughs) Tastemaker. Tastemaker. No. No. We're straight in basketball this year. Dribbling? It's a basketball term. He should have said traveling. I thought he would say coffee black. I'd have hugged him. If he said traveling, I'd have hugged him. Whatever that was. Sam Bowie? 
Oh. Or Nicholas Filispili. <laughs> That's a no-brainer. It really is. Right. David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> Ground control to Major Tom. <laughs> That's a thing. Whatever that was. That was the opposite of David Bowie. That was Pat Boone. Pat Boone in leather or Pat Boone in a cowboy hat? Pat Boone in a... I was going to say David Crockett. I got nothing. Dude, that was terrible. He's supposed to be coming to relief right now. Oh, yeah, Pat Boone, totally sports reference. Favorite cricket team? We do it because you don't know sports. I don't know what a crumpet is to play cricket. Okay, Daryl Green or Bo Jackson in a race, no shoes, on cornflakes. Oh, that's the one. Cornflakes is really the kicker. Nah, fuck that. I'm pushing it up. Captain Crunch. Like, wait, hold on. That's right. Oh. Wait, so Captain Crunch is racing? No! Oh. <laughs> no! Like Captain Crunch. Curses. <laughs> Foiled again. They're racing on Captain Crunch. Who wins? Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch does win. I think he thinks that you mean that they're actually racing on top of Captain Crunch, the man. You know what's great about jokes? (laughs) You know what's great about jokes? Is when Drew describes them. Is that the end? He puts them very well. (laughs) Captain Crunch, the man. (laughs) Yes. It's Captain Crunch, sir. He's a captain. Show some respect. Well, my cereal doesn't chop the top of your mouth. Is that even English? Well, it's the, it's the part when, in Family Guy where Captain Crunch saw man, he's like, my cereal doesn't chop the roof of your mouth. Oh. Right? Totally. Totally cuts the roof of your Remember mouth. Remember it. When Captain Crunch says it on Family Guy, when he gets called out. Say it again. Cereal, he's in the cereal bar. He's hanging out with the cereal guys. And one of them calls him out. He's like, that's bullshit. He doesn't say bullshit. It's on Vox. I don't know what he says. He says I, just, I just don't remember that one. It's early. My, my cereal does not cut the roof of your mouth. Right, right? Um, sold out. Oh, I'm looking it up on eBay. Oh, I do remember eBay. that. Oh, yeah. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon... And Benjo!